mama, are you stuck, trapped, feeling like you just cannot find the answers no matter where you look? Mainstream advice is just not working anymore. You've searched everywhere and bought everything and you still feel like you and your kids are stuck in a grindy trap. Well, I am here to help you find solutions that integrate your kids into your life so it can feel flowy and easy and fun because I know that's available to all of us. Hello and welcome to the Mama Load again. Um, I'm here in my (laughs) pyjamas. And it's very late in the afternoon, like three o'clock, and I haven't got dressed yet. So if you're ever needing some sovereignty as a mother to know that there are days where you just don't get dressed, today is one of mine. Thankfully for me, it's not my highest form of functioning. So it's not a typical thing for me to do, even with a tiny baby, um, that I don't have a tiny baby at the moment. But generally speaking, I'm a get up and get dressed kind of gal. So... I wanted to talk about the distraction of meditation and it's not just meditation. It's, it's the woke world. The, the wellness uh, space is the space to be right now. Without a doubt, it is, you know, a billion dollar industry, not just meditation, but all of the self-help things that sit within there. And I am very conscious of using your time through this podcast to give you information. But I guess what I'm asking you to do is reflect on if all the consuming you're doing of these types of wellness things or wellness platforms, if they are truly serving you or giving you the fucking guilts for not doing them. Now, I'm going to preface with I have done almost all of these things, heavily invested in many of them. I have told my clients to do them, even when I've watched them feel uncomfortable with me asking them to do them. And I've learned a lot and I've made mistakes and I've done it wrong. And I actually am not sure if I would ask a fellow mother ever again to meditate or journal. <laughs> uh, so the things I'm talking about in within the wellness space, there is so many and there is so many things you can purchase as well. Even if you went into your local Target or something like that, the amount of journals and writing to yourself type books pretty diaries, uh, all, all the things to write to yourself that so many of us have purchased at, at points in time in our life. Um, I do believe that these are all a fucking distraction from existence. Uh, meditation, journaling, self-help books, podcasts, and I'm, I'm sitting here giving you a podcast, Instagram, depending on who you follow, memes, all of it, even probably mainstream media at the moment. Uh, none of this is action. It's certainly not fucking action. I can tell you that much for sure. It is a distraction. And 
the marketing behind these types of things is no different to your baby's sippy cup, right? They're waving it in your face and you are either the consumer or the mover honor. My husband has worked in, I don't want to say the self-help world, let's say the therapy world for most of his adult life. And he was joking to me the other day that meditation has been labeled the like muck meditation industry because there is just so much available now it is just like a mcdonald's franchise it's fucking everywhere and most mothers and i am talking to mothers here if you're someone outside of that scope Maybe you have the capacity to do meditation. You know, I think if you're 50 to 60 and have spare time, and you should probably try and look into yourself and make sure you're meeting your own requirements. Is that only done through meditation? Not necessarily. But thinking that you need to meditate for 20 minutes every morning is going to send most women insane and I don't believe it's particularly productive because even for myself I'll find myself arguing with myself about starting it arguing with myself when I sit in it and it just brings up a whole heap of thoughts and feelings that I actually don't think you need to experience to be functioning so what would I replace meditation with uh, if you follow my Instagram, it is kiki.magra.xo and it is, uh, I put, I've put a few things up there about daydreaming and how to do it. So just setting your timer for two minutes and just daydreaming about your future self or like what the weekend would look like or what it would be like to be swimming in the ocean right now. No more than two minutes. Um, daydreaming's free and <laughs> doesn't require anything from you and you can do it while you wait for someone in the car not while you're driving obviously or or just in so many spaces and places and this is what we did as kids right this is this is what what we take ourselves to normally you can see toddlers do it through their imaginary play on their own you can see six-year-olds do it when they try and talk to you about their fantasies. And we've just discredited that part of ourselves for such a long time that we don't do it anymore. We think it's kind of shameful or embarrassing. But I tell you what, meditation feels a lot more shameful when you try so hard to sit there and get something out of yourself and I think there's a lot of shame around that and around women and people who can't do those types of things. And like I've said, I've done I've done heaps of meditations. I've done hour-long meditations. I've done all of them. <laughs> not all of them. Not whole day ones. Uh, there's a big influencer that I follow on Instagram. For, I like her fitness content. But every morning at 5 a.m., she gets up and tries to meditate for half an hour. And she says it's her date with herself and things like that. But often her kids wake up as well. Which, you know, that's not really that unusual. And the first, she's like, okay, they're on their screens. So she'll give them their iPads or she'll let them watch TV or whatever. 
And I've talked in other episodes how I'm not opposed to those types of things. But at 5am, I think I think that's a time where you could be connecting with your children or you could be connecting with your husband in other ways and you're just trying so desperately to meditate for some opportunity of euphoria. And there's many, many, many other ways of gaining that euphoria in your life. And some of that, no, all of that is through living. We must live. We must live joyously. We must live through fun. We must live through all the things that we desire to do so much. We have to live. And meditation isn't living. Journaling isn't living. The majority of mums that I work with do not need to be journaling about their past. They do not need to be looking behind them. They need to be looking at right now. How am I going to get through today? What am I going to do to make today feel like the best day of my life? To be honest, for most of them, a list of things that they would like to do in the day or get achieved would give them far greater joy than trying to identify why they feel uncomfortable with their own mother still. And, you know, I do, I'm sort of, I'm always cautious of sharing these things because I do sit against the grain that I don't believe that looking in the past is super helpful to us as mothers. If you use the past to guide you, to be like a spirit guide and to send you whispers in the right direction, rather than focusing on it like a magnifying glass, then that's great. Um, I know lots of people do future you types of journaling and that's that's got some place, but it's not today. It's not in this moment. It's not now. Like I couldn't think of anything worse than someone like listening to what I say And just trying to journal it out. Like, is she right? Is she wrong? Should I be looking past, future? No, now. Like, are your kids looking at you? Is is your partner, like, wanting to talk to you about something? Are are you needing to communicate with people about things that you should have communicated about days ago, but you feel guilty or you feel something? Like, what is the living existence of now? And this is what I want you to be doing, living now, you know. Self-help books. I've gone down the largest rabbit hole of this area, you know, to the point where I got to like reading so many different books and they all say the same fucking thing (laughs) and they're all boring and they don't bring you love they don't bring you excitement they don't bring you better daydreams they just keep making you look at yourself and you are not here in this lifetime to only service yourself you are here in this lifetime to be with the people that you love and grow into this like beautiful sovereign flower you know and 
I'd got to the point where I was like trying to read A Course in Miracles, which is a fucking amazing text, right? But I was like, I am not broken. I really am not broken. I don't need to be healed. I don't have a fucking scab on my body that needs to be healed over. I am living life's experience. And that's all that matters to me is living the life. And if you don't live the life, what are you actually here for? Podcasts. I can do the same thing. I only really listen to a certain type of podcast and most of it's usually business related because I'm like, I want to grow my business. So if I listen to all of the business podcasts, then I'll be able to grow it. No. (laughs) I will grow my business because I am me. And I am the badass that I am supposed to be. And I am enough as I am to grow my business. Instagram, be careful of who you follow. Like, there's one of the biggest self-help guru people on the gram who grew her account very rapidly. Um... I find most of her things to be really self-focused um, and I, I don't think it's super helpful for people to only focus on themselves. What happens if you only look down at your own body? You can't fucking see anything else that's going on around you. So how much are you making eye contact with your children? How much are you making eye contact with your husband? How often are you touching and holding your children? Like, that should be in the hundreds of times a day. Hundreds. Not a couple. Hundreds. Until they leave the nest. We're supposed to wear animals. We're supposed to physically hold, physically be, physically touch, physically communicate all day, every day. So, be careful who you follow. Be careful who you listen to. If I was you, I would send you a dare right now. And even if you chose to no longer consume anything by me, that is fine. (laughs) You need to take care of yourself and your family. They are all that matters in this lifetime. And you only have one lifetime. Do you want to think that you were too busy reading that famous person's self-help book? Or do you want to be doing a bummy in the pool? Do you want to be doing that hour-long meditation? Or do you want to be with your husband for an hour? Do you want to journal out all the bad things that happened in your childhood? Or do you want to be baking cupcakes and licking icing and laughing to silly music with your kids. Do things that make you feel good, that feel fun, that make you laugh, smile, cry, feel joy, be a person, not someone always looking to be fixed. The only fixing of your life that you can do is living. And the only living you have is in this moment. So 
I dare you. Come and share with me the times that you do. If you listen to this, I would love if you could share or tag me. Just that I've like reminded you to just go live. Stop listening. Stop watching. Stop reading all of these things and live your best life. Sending you so much love. just wanted to let you know that my one-to-one coaching is doubling in price as of May. So now is your time to sign up. You have until the end of April where it's at $300 a month for one-to-one coaching and we chat multiple times a day helping you out. And as of next month, it will be $600 a month. If you are a current customer, it stays the same because you're already signed up. So Now is your chance. Now is your chance to shift into a new reality and a new way of being that is the best version of you. I hope you see that and I hope you find that.